Hi everyone and welcome to or welcome back to After the Leaving. I'm your host Angela. Today's episode is pretty last minute. I'm recording this on the 2nd of August and this is supposed to be going out on the 3rd. So when you're listening to this, I recorded the day before. But anyway, today's episode is going to be about the reopening of schools and like my opinion on the roadmap that was released. But I graduated a couple of months ago, so I guess I'm kind of looking at it from hindsight. And I'm going to try giving you guys some advice on what you can do kind of with the information that was given. I did look at some videos that were released and I got some of your responses. Uh, The TD Mick Barry is really great. Like, I don't get political and I'm not like advocating for anybody but I'm just saying people like Mick Barry, Aona Reardon, they're doing amazing so I'd say if you have any problems with the roadmap email your TDs and I think that's absolutely fantastic. Before we get started make sure you follow the Instagram at after the leaving podcast and also if it's not banned in your country yet go follow the TikTok it's um same like after leaving podcast oh my god I was scrolling on my for you page and all the American tiktokers being like hi guys it's x tiktoker here (laughs) I think that was just so so funny so yeah if it's not banned in your country go follow it also if you could leave me a review and a five-star rating on apple Podcasts, that would be absolutely fantastic they really just like warm my heart and if you do make sure you screenshot it and dm me on instagram Uh, because i just want to like personally thank you because you can't like reply on comments on apple Podcasts, so that would be absolutely brilliant so as today is monday we have to do our motivational monday and i couldn't really think of a quote this week so i went on handy dandy pinterest and this one kind of struck me so it's slow progress is still progress it's a very simple quote and I mean the times are changing with this whole pandemic so any progress that you do do is is good it's still progress you're still getting where you want to be and I just want to say I'm really proud of you and you're gonna kick ass this week and you're gonna do absolutely amazing so I'm gonna go into kind of my opinions breaking down some of the things that were in the roadmap next So I just want to preface this by saying that I'm not as much affected by the reopening of schools as the class of 2021. They, I have to say, have a pretty rough. The roadmap really didn't give that much information. And honestly, if you're stressed and you're anxious and you're confused, that's completely normal. And if you want to talk it out, you can always DM the Instagram account. My DMs are always open. But the first thing I'm going to talk about is like the physical distancing and the mask situation. So I read that there's going to be no physical distancing until third class. And then after that, I think it has to be a meter, which correct me if I'm wrong. I know I read that. I don't know if that was in like the roadmap, but I saw it somewhere and it maybe could have been on the news. But if you think about it, I don't know if that's a brilliant idea. I know that kids, like, say, junior infants, they're four. They're not going to, like, know 
that they have to be two meters apart from their friends. Like, I think until third class, it wasn't a bad idea. But I'd say, like, from second class, you can do physical distancing. Now, the average class size is 26 in Ireland, apparently. Now, I don't think that's true. Maybe it is, but in Dublin, it's up to 30 kids that I know of. And the average in Europe is 20. Also, most schools are pretty small, so I don't know how they're going to implement that in the primary schools. And in secondary schools, again, there are some really big schools in the cities and some really small schools. So I just I don't know how I feel about the physical distancing. I think we do need it, but it's going to be really, really difficult to implement that. I think that in secondary schools, everyone's going to be way more responsible and understand why we need physical distancing. And I think schools won't have to enforce it as much. But I think that we definitely need it. But it will be really weird. You know, some classrooms just aren't big enough. And I've seen loads of comments like, oh, my school has a thousand kids, but it's only built for 600. So I just really hope that it's going to work out. In terms of masks, there have been just a lot of debate that I've seen online and in person. And people are saying, oh, should we wear them all the time? Should we only wear them in the halls? Should we do this? Should we do that? I know in university, they're going to do everything online or like the lectures. And then if you have tutorials or like labs and stuff, you have to come in and they haven't said anything about masks and neither have schools. But it's going to be kind of difficult to have lunch in, say, like your base classroom because it's always crowded and you can't really have your lunch with a mask. And if they do social distancing in classrooms, that you might not need a mask. I mean, all of this depends on the school, but I think what a really good idea would be would be staggered lunch times. They did that in the school I moved. So the fifth years would have lunch at like 11 and the sixth years would have lunch at like 12. That could be a good idea, maybe. I mean, this is just so difficult. And I mean, Ireland is known to have like a lot of kids in their schools. So I don't know. I feel it's it's going to be complicated. And if you have any comments on that, make sure to DM me or give me your opinion on what you think they should do. Now, for more like secondary school things. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so pretty new to this whole podcasting thing. And sometimes I have to like re-record a segment like three times before I get my words right and I don't stumble over them. But I've read that there's going to be a reduced number of CBAs for junior cert, which I think is really, really good because there's more time to focus on coursework and exam. For both junior cert and leaving cert, I think that maybe the first term, maybe until Christmas, there should be kind of a blended learning situation like in universities. I think that blended learning it works in the cities. I'm not saying that you guys in the countryside have like bad Wi-Fi and it wouldn't work. But 
maybe in secondary schools, you could do like three days and two days somehow work that out. My God, I, I sound like I'm so like inconsiderate. But I'm just trying to put my ideas out there and maybe some of you guys will agree with me. But I think the reduction of CBAs for Junior Sir is a really good idea. And also I heard that there's going to be a reduction in wellness classes, but there's going to be more guidance counsellors. And apparently the government want to seek guidance from the class of 2021 for like Leaving Sir and Junior Sir. I don't really know how they're going to do that. They're not going to physically contact all 60,000 of you. Which, God, I watched a video that was released by TD from the convention centre and he was questioning the Minister of Education. And I swear she is the queen of just going in circles. She just repeats the same thing four times. And I had it, like, out loud. And my mum was like, are you just, like, replaying the video? And I was like, no, she's just saying the same thing over and over so i don't know how we can get to her personally but for leaving cert she said that there's going to be more choice on the paper and as far as i've seen from the class of 2021 that's not enough but i want to say i don't think that's a bad thing that she's doing more choice a lot of people are saying, oh, you have to learn now the entire curriculum. No, you don't. Even when there wasn't a lot of choice on the paper, you could still be selective of what you learned. Because say in business, I always knew that question one was chapters one to three. So if I knew chapters one to three really, really well, then I knew I could get question one out of the way. Now, the problem is that they've been very vague on when they're going to release, if they're even going to release sample papers of what it's going to look like, which I don't think that's a good idea at all, because the whole point of exam papers is to familiarize yourself with the content and what the exam looks like and to do practice questions. So the fact that they're not going to show you what it's going to look like and what parts of the paper are going to have more choice that's just absolutely ridiculous and I would be fuming so I understand your pain fifth years I absolutely get that you're angry but I just have to say you don't have to learn off the entire curriculum even if there is more choice so if you know you're still going to do question one then learn off chapters one to three that's just an example you know also, more teachers are being hired, which I think is great. But if the points originally for teaching weren't so astronomically high and difficult to get into, maybe they'd have less of a problem trying to get these teachers because they're hiring retired teachers or they're trying to ask retired teachers to come back, which I don't think that's a brilliant idea. I mean, it is a solution in a way. But you're also exposing a lot of these teachers and they could be in a more vulnerable state. So it's this is so complicated and my heart really goes out to all of the schools and all the, the teachers and students. And I know all of this is going to work out for orals. 
I'm going to be very honest on projects. I know there's going to be extensions for projects, which is absolutely brilliant if your teacher uses that extension to the max i'd say some teachers are gonna use the extension as like a oh yeah we can do that later we can do that later and some of you guys are going to be really stressed out so if you know you have a project due start doing it now so there's not a lot of stress when you know that you have to give it in by this time if that makes sense for orals i know it's such an important part of languages and you really do need an oral exam fun fact i actually never did a proper state oral exam because my leaving cert once were cancelled and for junior cert my old school had a falling out let's say with some of the examiners so they were like we're just not gonna test you so i've technically never sat an oral exam <laughs> surprisingly but i think that it's putting the examiner at risk if they're doing, I don't know, 20 kids a day. So maybe if they rotated examiners, which I don't know how that would work logistically. I might do a part two actually when there's more information out there and the roadmap is less fake. And I might get one of you guys on here to talk about what you want happening for the leaving cert. I have someone in mind. And yeah, if you guys have any questions or any concerns or you want some advice or you want to know what I would do in that situation, make sure to DM me. And I'm sorry, this is such like a short episode, but there wasn't much out there. And I hope you enjoyed Friday's episode, which was with my best friend, Una. If you haven't listened to that, go listen to it. It's all about back to school advice. It's absolutely brilliant. But that's all I have for today. I'm sorry it's so short. Make sure you check in on Friday. And next week, I'm going to have some brilliant, brilliant episodes. I have some guests lined up. So get excited. And yeah, I hope you guys have an amazing week. Power on. Slow progress is still progress. Remember our Monday motivation. And I hope you have an amazing week. Bye. Bye.